1: Hello and welcome to another new episode of Bichara Supply Chain. Uh, this is Narhadi House and my guest today is uh, Richard Martin, the founder and CEO of uh, Thinking Machine. All right, so thanks for being on here. Richard, it's great to have you on the show.
2: Thanks so much, Norhadi. Great to be here.
1: All right. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about making savings from a better contract management. But before we get in, uh, Richard, could you please brief a little bit about yourself and your personal background?
2: Sure. Um, well, I'm the founder and CEO of Thinking Machine. Uh, we are a SaaS startup uh, based in London, UK since about 2019. Um, Personally, I spent over a decade in the telecom industry, mostly based in Australia, uh, with the largest telecom company there called Telstra. And my career developed in a kind of a unique way. Um, I started off in a back office role, answering billing inquiries and investigating disputes for the enterprise accounts that Telstra was servicing. Now, these were really complex contracts that had years of history behind them. Uh, the invoices could run up to hundreds of thousands of pages long. So correctly understanding how these accounts were structured and reconciling the contracts against the invoices was never a simple task. And it was my first experience of the difficulties everyone has in understanding what they're actually paying for. Um, it, was, it was really here that I discovered a passion for data analysis. And I, I used that passion to cross-skill myself into the world of analytics. Um, I actually became a designer for these ambitious data and analytic platforms that the company wanted to develop. Uh, so, you know, for example, I designed logical rules that connected billions of dollars from the backend databases and connected that with what the customer experienced on, on their invoices. Um, and as a result of doing this, we were able to create, or I was able to create much better outcomes for customers, whether they were small businesses all the way through to global enterprise accounts. Um, you know, I was, I was able to correctly model contracts over millions of customers, uh, you know, which alongside the customer experience improvements also led to a significant windfall in revenue efficiencies uh, and and really skyrocketed my career um, in the telco industry. So by then I was, I was working as an executive, uh, managing over a dozen teams of consultants that were supporting global enterprise accounts. Uh, and, and this was really interesting because these accounts would, pay us handsomely to have dedicated resources, dedicated manpower to make sense of their invoices each month. Um, But yet, despite our dedication, everything was still manual and issues still arose every single month. There was just too much information to get your head around and everyone was suffering because of it. So it was really this experience that became my inspiration for Thinking Machine. Because when I looked around, I, I saw that no one had a solution to this. You know, not in Australia, not in the UK, not in the US, not in Asia. Everyone's struggling to make sense of their contracts and invoices. And this lack of understanding creates enormous inefficiencies. Um, and so that's, that's what led me here. Mm Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, Richard, for many procurement
1: executives, cost savings are still the most important key uh, performance indicator, right? And the the debate over how to value procurement savings continues. So, in your personal opinion, how do you see the current developments in this space? And what are the most common leaks that procurement overlooks when looking for the cost savings?
2: Well, this, this is a really interesting area. Uh, you know, the, there's a lot of debate happening, uh, you know, especially if you join the channels on LinkedIn and, and social media, you can see a lot of debate and and good discussion happening around this. But at the end of the day, from what I can see, procurements still have a very limited scope on what their process is to achieve cost savings. Right. Um, you know, d- despite this debate, there's, there's still this fundamental view that once you negotiate a good contract, that's it that that's all you need um and a lot of this happens at the management level um you know there may be a lot of good understanding you know from the people actually managing things uh you know being the procurement managers who understand that there is something more um but without being able to effectively communicate how procurement should look at things differently all the way up to management and, and get that sign off then you know things haven't really changed all that much yet um yeah, you know, the in, in terms of what's being overlooked, I, I see fundamentally that there's no ongoing process that companies can use to verify that through the life cycle of their contract, they're actually still getting the best deal. Um, and and so that kind of comes in, in in two different ways. You know, one procurement doesn't have the systems in place to understand exactly what the business really needs. Right. Uh, so you know, my my favorite example is. they may may negotiate this great discount on 100 terabytes of data. You know, they they need 100 terabytes, they go on the supplier, they've negotiated this great discount. But then they find out later on the business only needed five. So there's still that inherent overpayment that's occurred because what they've negotiated isn't really in line with, with what the business really needed. Um, and then after that, there's, there's little thought about what happens after that contract is signed, the contract's been executed, and the business is receiving invoices every month. Um, you know, and, and especially with more complex services uh, like telecom and IT, one master contract that gets signed actually translates to thousands of individual service contracts that can each be optimized for, for cost savings. Um, you know, an example of this might be like your, your mobile phone your old company is actually still paying for you from five years ago and they don't actually know that you left the business. Um, You know, there's all sorts of these inefficiencies that occur that if no one's actually checking for them every month, companies will just end up uh, overpaying. So, yeah, I mean, I'd I'd love it for procurement to understand these two issues better because, you know, from my experience and the work that we do, you know, having systems in place for aligning negotiations with actual business needs uh that, that first example, that that would yield 25% greater cost savings. While the second point, continuing to track the invoices, would yield an additional 15% of savings on the total contract value. Right. And, you know, personally, and and this point is really kind of beyond the the cost savings item, but having these systems in place, I believe would really help procurement better align with their business stakeholders which would help solve a lot of that friction that traditionally occurs between procurement and the wider business. Because instead of procurement having that very narrow view of the world, you know, they would have better processes in place that would really better align with, with what the business needs at the point of the contract and then afterwards. Interesting. All right,
1: so l- let's move a bit into a contract management. So how can a better contract management improve the savings?
2: Contract management, I, I think, is really... Half the picture when it comes to to savings, um, you know, a very important foundation to have. Uh, contract management is important for helping to streamline legal processes of negotiating and executing contract documents, uh, being a repository for for contracts, tracking important events like renewals and supplier obligations. Um, but there is another half to this picture, which is understanding how that contract translates to value, and. The way that I look at this is invoices are a really good source of data that tells you about value because it shows you what services you've used from your contract and and how much you're being charged for them. So this data becomes a comparison point to better understand uh, was there more cost-effective options to getting the same service? Was that service delivered correctly? Do I still even need that service? Was that service uh, delivered in line with, with how the supplier said it would be? So when you can connect both contracts and invoices, you know, you, you can ask many of these types of questions that, that will lead to, to cost savings.
1: All right. So, Richard, you are the founder of uh, Thinking Machine, and uh, we observe that you use a lot of uh, artificial intelligence technology to improve the uh, contract management. Could you be more specific about this? Uh, More uh, interestingly, I was curious how exactly they did it to get savings.
2: Oh, I'm very glad you asked, asked that question. I'm always happy to to talk about this. Yeah. Um, so we we designed an, an AI platform that does, understands telecom and IT services so well that it can actually automate analytics better than a consultant who specializes in the same area. Right. Um, we're, we're we're trying to move away from this uh, this you know one off you know once a year or once every two year you know audit to find cost savings and instead make it so simple that you can just get a continuous pipeline of savings uh, every month. And the core of this capability is by using something called semantic technology. And semantic technology is, uh, it's the same kind of technology that Google uses to return specific answers to your questions rather than just giving you a ranked list of search results. Um, So it's actually been like this for the last 10 years now that, you know, when you type in something into Google, it will actually try to give you the actual answer to that rather than just giving you the listings. And what a lot of people don't know is that semantic technology is also the backbone of Web 3.0 because it's a technology that's used to link together data and concepts across web pages and documents. So it's like being able to connect, uh, you know, information or concepts about the same things, and being able to relate that across completely different, you know, domains. So we built Thinking Machine using this kind of semantic technology because it can go into the level of detail where it can really start to answer these very in-depth questions around uh, services. What does it actually mean to have a service? The the pricing implications of taking a service. Um, and being able to retrieve this information in this way actually allows us to automate a huge amount of processing. So, you know, for, for example, if we have a contract that gives, you know, so many different pricing options for how you might use your mobile phone, um, you know, Vodafone, Vodafone, for example, has 20,000 pricing permutations just for using your mobile phone overseas. Um, because we can analyze this information so efficiently, we can actually automate all this pricing analytics and then get you the best possible price for your service at the end of it. Um, But, you know, while the AI is, I guess, the really exciting cutting edge, you know, part to all this, because once you have all the data into that AI engine, it can do all these, you know, really powerful things. We couldn't really get the AI to work without having access to good quality data in the first place. And this became a really defining problem because gathering good data is really, really hard, uh, you know, especially for procurement, you know, procurement will find their good, their data buried in documents, email inboxes, you know, web pages uh, all, all over the place, really. Mm. And e- even once you have access to that information, interpreting it is, is really difficult because everyone has their own way of speaking. Every supplier has different expressions, uh, jargon, their own way of explaining how their pricing works. Uh, obviously in different regions, different areas of the world, people speak different languages. So in order to feed our AI model to run the analytics, uh, to run the analytics, we, we built or we extended a platform to accurately extract data from contracts and invoices and other documents from anywhere in the world. So if you think of traditional OCR software, you know, where you can upload the document and it'll scan the scan the file we've taken that a few steps further so that it not only extracts the data but it also interprets the data reads different languages and actually matches all of that into our ai model um and you know as it turned out by by building this data extraction part to our platform it, it actually made it a lot easier for for companies to use because now we don't have to implement our ai on their infrastructure. People can just simply upload their documents and then the AI will will scan the documents and do all the analysis for them.
1: Richard, um, this is Jackie's example. If I were a founder of a new small business enterprise, will you still recommend using the technology to manage my contract management?
2: So I find that SMEs really need visibility on many of the same issues that enterprises do, but just at the smaller scale. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, I think this is important for SMEs to use, to use technology, uh, to, to run contract management, but I guess I would preface that by saying, you know, technology is, is great, but it's, it's really important to understand the problem that technology is helping to solve, because if you don't understand what you're trying to solve with the technology, then the technology on its own becomes useless. Mm -hmm. Um, so my, my perspective on this is, uh, and, and especially, you know, while we do work with enterprises, you know, we, we speak a lot with SMEs and we find that, we found that they feel powerless with many of their contracts, um, just because there's so much information, it's a little bit hard to interpret. And in the end, they just wind up trusting their vendors, their suppliers to offer them the best deal and kind of manage everything for them. Um, you know, assuming, of course, they even know which, which vendors they're, they're working, working with. So I, I would definitely advocate SMEs to find to to do their research first to really understand you know what contract management actually means for them. Um and then finding you know good technology that, that can help solve that. Uh, you know, I, I think um, you know, even basic technology like Excel spreadsheets can be good, but the problem is is that Excel spreadsheets do have the tendency to quickly morph into, you know, like dozens of of different versions. Um, So I I think it's good for SMEs to find a technology that can help provide them a clear foundation that helps keep all of their uh, contract management activities in the one place and and gain the quick insights into their agreements. Mm -hmm. All right.
1: Okay, so this is my last question in today's podcast. Uh, What is the ideal uh, contract management in one sentence?
2: The... Ideal contract management system to me would be a complete record of your company's contracts, um, able to use the data from your contracts, Mm -hmm. um, and able to use that data in order to automate processes. So automate repeatable processes and also connect with other sources to create insights that can align you with other stakeholders and help execute your business strategies. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: Okay, uh, Richard, actually, I still have a couple of questions, but uh, we are running out of time. So, thank you again for joining us today, and I look forward to speaking with you at another time. Thanks very much.
0: At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.